Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Fabulous Pelton Cast. I'm your co-host, Kevin Pelton. And I'm Tristan Parsino. And we are speaking to you after the University of Washington football team defeated the Washington State Cougars 51-33 to reclaim the Apple Cup and claim, I'm calling it, I know it technically no longer exists, Pac-12 North Champions. There it is! (laughs) Pac-12 North Championships completed the Northwest Championship, if you will, in this moment! Extended, not only Northwest, plus Northern Northern California, too. We own it all. Jake Dicker, retire, bitch! <laughs> Please do, actually. You went for way too many fourth downs for comfort. Oh, there. they went for too many early. But you know the theory that Bill Barnwell talks about. Sorry, this is totally aside. Bill Barnwell talks about you should go for a fourth down now because you're probably going to have to complete a harder one later. They passed up on that, like, fourth and ten after the sack. When... That wasn't a fourth and ten. It was, like, fourth and sixteen. After the sack was sixteen? I think it was, like, I can like tell you, I can do the math. Fourth and 16, down eight, is a lot better than fourth and 20, down 15. I, I agree. Eventually, it saying. turned out they should have done it. Uh, fourth I'm just and, saying. It was fourth and 14. Fourth and 14. So he punted that, and I was like, damn, Jake Dickard's washed. <laughs> Good night. But in this very moment, I've been telling you all year. This is the best Husky team we have seen since they were in the national championship. Okay. And, okay. Let's and, all remain calm. This is not a better team sorry, sorry. than the 2016 the co- right, team. playoff. Since they're in the college playoff. Okay. Although, I, I, do, I do wonder. And, it's not, a and better, it's not better than the 2000 team either. Michael Penix is the best quarterback in University of Washington history. Do not put him on Mount Rushmore. He is Mount Rushmore. It is one, two, three, four, and all four of those are Michael Penix. There are three my, names. My top five is Penix, 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 Penix. There are three names in UW football. Because coaching. he shows hot fire. There's James. There's Peterson. And there's DeBoer. That's it right there. Kalen DeBoer in his first season. He earned the extension. Give him everything. Make him governor. Everything for you, Kalen DeBoer. Ten wins in his first season. This is the same team. I swear to God, I looked it up. I crunched the numbers. They scored seven points against Montana last year. You called this Wazoo defense quote-unquote elite. Right? FBI-wise, this is a top 20 defense. Even higher. Top 10. A top 10 defense in the country. Was Michael Penix scared? Was Ryan Grubb scared? Was Kalen DeBoer scared? Was Romo Dunze scared? Jalen McMillan? Bring it on. Literally, they looked like Colorado out there. Come on. Try a harder, Wazoo. (laughs) What a fucking win. For a half. I was thinking that this game was going the way that I said beforehand. Not Actually, it was not going the way that I, I said beforehand necessarily because I did think that it would be a more defensive game than certainly the first half was. But it was as even as I anticipated in the first half. And even up through, it was 33-31 at that point. It was equally competitive. But it turned out to be the game you anticipated because what you said all along is, look, the Huskies, it doesn't matter how good your defense is, excluding nobody. The Huskies are going to find a way to score on you. And you got to be ready to put up enough points to score with them. And the Washington State Cougars offense was not up to that task. 
They did not want the smoke. The reality was they did it in the first half. We all saw it. If you were a Wazoo fan at halftime, you went to that half, and you knew deep down. We're all panicked, right? I get it. We're panicked all the time as football fans. But we knew deep down the way that Wazoo was down a point at halftime was different than the way that UW was up a point at halftime in this game. Even though yardage was relatively close, it required a lot of lucky circumstances to even get that close. And over time, you cannot count on those things. They even got lucky circumstances into the second half. But if the entire strategy, not the entire strategy, obviously, they tried to get first downs every play. <laughs> I, think, but I think they were hoping for that, yes. If the entire reason you're close is because of fourth downs, it's not going to last for an entire game against an offense like that UW offense. And over time, it was just more and more and more and more. UW was, was able to withstand mistakes similar to what happened in the Oregon game, right? There was the interception in the red zone that Penix had, which for me personally, don't run plays in the red zone. Score from outside <laughs> of the red zone. Great, great strategy. Love it. There, there was on. I think there was a fourth and eight before Ward took the sack. And our friend Rocky, um, our friend Rocky was like, they're at least trying to get like four yards here. And I was like, what game are you watching, Rocky Boyman? <laughs> they're trying to get four yards here to make this a makeable fourth down right now. That's the game that you think you're commentating right now. This ain't the Big Ten. Minnesota and Iowa are walking through that door. But also the idea that Wazoo is going to like not try to pick up a first down. <laughs> I was like, they're trying to get the first down here. They're not worried about the fourth down. Ultimately, it didn't matter because Jake Dickert was scared. <laughs> I mean, you look at the end of the game, this was even more lopsided than the 18-point margin of victory makes it look. When you consider, as you mentioned, the two turnovers both being by Washington, total yardage 703 to 433. I assume that's got to be the most in school history, right? I love to see Wayne Tallapapa go into the end zone on that final touchdown. It was just like, yes, Wayne, do it. Do it for us, Wayne. Do it for everybody who was there in those fucking stands last year, having oh. to watch Wazoo celebrate on our field. Wayne did it for us in that moment, that extra little touchdown. That was for us right there. Thank oh, no, you. UW did have 704 yards of offense in 2016 at Cal, so they fell one yard short of the most an total yardage. It's easily an Apple Cup record. They had never gone over 600 against Washington State before. Wow. They were the last team in the Pac-12. Uh, Stanford is the other one in the Pac-12 North. But the last team in the Northwest, the Huskies, had not gone over 600 against. So There we go. Added them to that list. But then you look at yards per play. I mean, it is it is unreal, the difference. The Huskies averaged 11.3 yards per pass <laughs> to 6.8 for Washington State. 9.1 yards per rush after the late Talapapa touchdown to, because of the sacks, 2.1 for Washington State. Like, that was a big thing for the Cougs is we're going to be more diverse in the Cougar grade. We've got a tight end now. It's not going to be like those old Apple Cups. And look, for the stretches of this, they were a lot more effective offensively than the Mike Leach offenses were against the Jimmy Lake defenses in that era of Washington Apple Cup domination. But ultimately... They ran for 75 yards and really couldn't muster much offensively in the second half when they settled for two field goals. It was beautiful to see. 
and we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. Oh, sorry, they, they had a touchdown but missed the two-point conversion. They didn't settle for two yes. field goals. Yeah. <laughs> they did not put the ball in the right hand in the second half, Cam Ward. A play that at the time felt so consequential and then ended up mattering so little. That's when you know you're an elite level football team also is when little plays seem like they're going to be a huge deal and ultimately add, like the extra point, right? Chekhov's extra point Chekhov's did not extra matter point at all. Didn't matter at all. Nope. At all in this game. I mean, when you look at the final score versus that, in, again, inconsequential. I mean, you uh, think so in of, this game. You think of the you think of, good Husky teams that we've just talked about since that 1991 team. First time since 1991, the Huskies have put up 50 plus points in back-to-back weeks. And obviously, it's one thing to do it against Colorado, which I believe gave up 63 today to Utah. Turns out Colorado was not going to beat Utah and usher UW to the uh, Pac-12 championship game that way. Not not happening. Uh, but to, again, to do it on this scoring defense, you, and, you know, a top 10 defense by FPI efficiency coming into this game, truly remarkable. Do you think there's a chance that maybe somewhere statistically somebody will, will like Michael Penix now? You've been going through every week. You're like, Michael Penix ranks eighth in the Pac-12 or whatever at FBI or QBR. And you're like, yeah, yeah the FBI I mean, loves Jake Plummer or whatever. And they're like, <laughs> do you think maybe the 700-yard Jack, Jack, Jack Plummer? Plummer. Jack Plummer. He, he's just ahead of Cam Ward. I don't think he's ahead of Michael Penix Jr. Now, uh, I mean, it's tough because it turns out that the likely Heisman Trophy winner plays in the Pac-12 this fine. year. That's fine. That's fine. And Bo Nix is up. also having like a historically great season. And Michael Penix Jr. sadly, because that pass was backwards, unable to match Bo Nix in throwing a touchdown, running <laughs> for a touchdown, an and catching play, a touchdown in the same game. Uh, so he's he's going to get no higher than third in the Pac-12. But I assume that he will move up pretty considerably with the opponent adjustment here. Uh, also... Going into this game, with a chance, not only did UW win the Northwest Championship, not only are they the champion of Northern California upwards, also with a second chance to beat Oregon this season. And what an incredible moment that was set up by that, of just this the, the, the Pac-12 championship to play USC being decided by this game. And UW, if UW was in the position where if they won, it would have sent Oregon to the Pac-12 championship, that would have been a terrible thing. Terrible thing, right? So having a second chance to beat Oregon in the same season, literally the chef's kiss, the cherry on top of an incredible season, an incredible victory versus Wazoo. And for me, the only thing that I leave this game upset about is that we're only going to get to see this Husky team play one more time. Whether That's a great it, point. Whether it's in an amazing game or whatever, this is why we need a playoff, which, again, maybe we'd be only playing one more game after that, right? It could be 12 seed versus Georgia or something. But having the chance, the chance to see this team play more, it's like, ah! I think, I think Georgia would get a bye in the 12, 12 team version. One more year, Mike. One more year. Come back. Let's do this thing. I mean, I know you didn't want to talk about like what's next for the Huskies until the weekly pod because we want to keep this kind of brief because it's pushing midnight and I'm covering a basketball game that starts at 10 a.m. Uh, it, it is kind of important for the Huskies to to get into a New Year's Six Bowl because you've seen the tradition of players who are heading to the NFL skipping lower tier bowl games that could come into play for the Huskies here. So... We may see this group zero more times if they're not in a New Year's Six Bowl. So 
kind of kind of really important that that happens. Wow, that's a really good point. Uh, <laughs> Depressing, but but true. Uh, I mean, that's it though. It's just the joy of watching this team play football after everything that we went through last year. Really, we didn't suffer that much. I will say we saw the darkness, but we didn't see the darkness for an extended period of time. It, it, we also it wasn't an zero and twelve season. We've seen those too. It, it, we've we've earned this. We've definitely earned this. But after the entire season that we went through last year, to come back to have Kalen DeBoer, to have Michael Penix, to have this offense, it has been a joy all season long. And for Kalen DeBoer in his first year to conquer every single one of UW's rivals, to have had one of the best seasons in UW football history, already immediately it is an incredible feat and one that we should be celebrating one way or another it was an, it was a perfect Pac-12 season they got trapped in the desert they should be playing for the Pac-12 championship we should be talking we should be pushing on the college football playoff because this team is good enough but we'll save that for next year when they run it back Mike I mean I think you know there's a famous saying in soccer could he do it on a rainy Wednesday at Stoke and I think we need to start asking about college football playoff contenders. Could they do it in the middle of the afternoon on a Saturday in Tempe? That's it. Because <laughs> I think a lot of them couldn't. Although <laughs> their climate's maybe considerably warmer than Utah's. But I would say, I don't know. I don't know at this time of year. <laughs> I'm sure they would have gone down to Arizona State. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, ca ca capping off, we do have to mention. Thanksgiving night under the viewership of literally just us, <laughs> only us and DJ and Fred. And, and only you because of the fact that I, I sent a message to the group chat in the late stages of regulation about this game was happening, which you had forgotten was happening. I had selectively forgotten, but I was wrong. I was wrong. This is what I tell you. You need to remind me of things that are going on. I was laying in bed. I had how I met your mother on the phone, ready to, ready to go to sleep. And, uh, Thanksgiving night. It was going to just be you were the only one watching in the entire country. <laughs> and I woke up and there were two of us. The Huskies defeating St. Mary's, taking them down to win the Wooden Legacy Tournament for the second time, having previously done so back in 2014, the amazing Robert Upshaw half season. Uh, Huskies won a non-conference tournament this year. Gonzaga didn't. Wow. So. Makes it think. What did they get up to in Ken Palm? The Huskies? Yeah. They are they are pushing double digits for the first time since December 2019. There we go. Which all oh, we didn't we didn't even mention on last week's pod that they're playing Seattle U on Monday. I I had forgotten that it was going to be played before we next recorded. So that's it's gonna be the a pretty big showdown between UW and Seattle <laughs> U, which comes in undefeated. And Seattle U, they knocked off Portland at at Portland at the Childs Center. And we didn't think that was a big deal at the time, but Portland lost by eight to North Carolina in the first game of the PK tournament that they're in. And then in their second game, comfortably beat Villanova. So it turns out Portland is legit. And wow. by extension, therefore, Seattle U is legit. The pilots. Yeah. But a lot of, lot of Shantae Lagans talk. He's the new Todd Golden, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, wow. Well, what an incredible weekend. Uh, UW wins the Apple Cup, defeats Oregon again somehow, pushing for a New Year's Six Bowl. And... UW men's basketball approaching double digits in Ken Palm. <laughs> Look, relative to expectations, great all around. 
and for you, Gonzaga lost here. Oh, even better. God, ugh, what a great year it's been. Oh, man. And and kudos to Oregon State, which obviously they also played a key role in keeping Oregon out of the Pac-12 championship, coming so back good. from a 34-17 deficit, I believe. 30, no, 34-10. Jeez, what an incredible turnaround that was. Oh, so. it's been football. So good. All right. Happy motherfucking holidays. I don't know when any of you are going to listen to this. We're wrapping this up at 11.45 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday night. But uh, if you are listening, thanks so much for doing so. Thanks. Good stuff. Good stuff.